ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for dropping by. We hope that you leave inspired with a little mind candy, something to think about for the week, and to see how these words play out and fit into your life as we walk this journey. My name is Stacy Johnston. Honored to be here with you today, and equally as honored to sit beside my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today, ma'am? I am doing great. Looking forward to the conversation. I always enjoy these conversations. So we, we talked to a gentleman a while ago, and we were talking about the advantages of, of the conversations we have with people around the world to your homeschool adventure. Why don't you share that with our audience on, on this show? What advantage do the conversations we have about the definition and the usage and the modeling of words, how does that benefit you as a homeschool parent? Well, I was just saying, you know, as when I decided to take on that role, right? I, yes, it's a lot of responsibility, but it also made me realize that to be fair to their education, that I had to teach from all sides. So I think that these conversations really just enlarge my my territory on subjects, right? It gives me the ability to be able to offer different opinions or different insights or different definitions for situations. So I think it's just beneficial all around. I love it. Uh, it adds a lot to me. It adds a lot to my ability to communicate and my ability to listen, to really try to understand what someone else is trying to say to me. Or am I catching their definition? And, and where they're coming from. It's helped me a lot, I think, just in my ability to communicate with people, and I'm more um, aware of it. I'll give it that. So let's get into this conversation today. We have a, a lovely lady coming back to rejoin us in, uh, this week. She was a guest on our Uncaped Heroes podcast and agreed to come back and banter a word with us and hang out with us again on the Wednesday. So welcome, Carol Fouts. How are you today? Hi, guys. So great to be back. I had such a good time last time. Looking forward to what you have in store today. Well, then let's just kick this conversation off. You know, we set up late last night and kind of drew like bingo cards and pulled words and, and put them next to our people so we know what we're to do. And so today, Carol, we're going to talk about the word hope. That's the word right. on the table today. So I'm going to let you kick us off when you hear the word hope. What's your definition of that word? How does that how do you sit with that word? Hope is like a bright light. It's that thing that comes through and lets you know that you're going to be okay. And no matter what you're going through, there is always hope. And that seems super simple until you're in a really tough situation. But when somebody comes up and say, have hope, things are going to get better, in those moments, that word is huge. So I'd like to hear what you guys think. How about you, Cass? I think the first thing I hear, the first thing I think of when I hear the word hope is almost like a hug, right? Yeah. In any, in any situation, right, as long as you don't lose hope 
somewhere in the back of your mind, you know that it's going to be okay, right? You're going to be okay. The sun's going to come up again. You know, and I think that hope, hope is a, is a driving word, right? If you don't have hope, then you lose sight of so many things. True. What about you, Stacey? You know, <clears throat> so, for me, I, I think about hope, and I think about how many years in the, the years that I spend in the, the behavioral health field, right? Not, not a prime example of people that say, well, I just don't have any hope. I, I don't have any hope that that's going to work out. And there was that hope came with loss, it came with grief, it came with despondence, it came from not being able to get out of the system, not being able to get out of the circle, not being able to stop the cycle, right? So they felt like there was no hope. And so I began to find ways to help people find, recognize they, they had hope, but unrecognized hope sits there and it festers. And when you finally realize, you go, okay, so I have a little, right? So let me ask you this question. If you have an appointment, right, if you've got something coming up, and you need to get up in the morning and make sure you're on time. Do you set your alarm? I'm asking Cassie and Carol both. Do you set your alarm clock when you need to get Yeah, and hope it goes off. Right? And hope it goes off, but also in hope that the next day is coming because you have a reason to get up. Right? So you already have hope that the next day is coming. Do you make an appointment for, for a meeting or a gathering or a vacation a month or two down the road? then you have hope because you're already hoping that two months is going to be here and you're going to get to go on that vacation. So hope already exists within you. You just don't recognize it. And yeah. so when you can begin, begin to learn to recognize hope. I heard Cassie one day, we had a conference we did with a bunch of women, and uh, we, we discussed the word hope, and she was walking out of the room. She said, hope, <laughs> hold on, pain ends. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like stuck with me like this bumper sticker in my brain when I hear that word hope. I think, yeah, hold on, the pain ends, right? And so I, I think hope is, um, hope is faith, right? Isn't in the definition of faith believing in things not yet seen? Yeah, I think hope has to come from the same thing. Hope is you, you, you have hope, and hope is like Cassie said, it's a driving force. It's that bright light. But until you recognize that you have the ability to see hope, it stays in the dark. So hope is a hope is a beautiful thing, and it's there. We just have to help bring it out and let people recognize they have it. It seems like hope and faith run pretty hand in hand, you know. Um, like you were talking about, you know tomorrow's going to come or that event's going to come. You have hope that it will, and yet, or you have hope, and then you have faith that it will. And so when you combine those, I was thinking, like, as a caller, you know, calling in and saying, oh, I want to listen to Cassie and Stacy today. I hope they give me some good insight. You know, Cassie, mm-hmm. what would that insight look like, a caller coming in that's having a really hard time and just wants to hear something inspiring? We're talking about hope and pain. What is something like a one-liner that you could give to a listener? Good question. You know what? Cassie's great I at one I think that people that take the time and the opportunity to reach out and tell you 
that they don't have hope, still have a little bit. Nice. I love that. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. Right. Maybe hoping that you'll bring that back out in them, that you'll show them it's still there. Yeah. Because if they didn't have just a little glimmer of hope and faith, they wouldn't reach out. They, they wouldn't ask. Absolutely. That's so true. What a beautiful observation. Right. Thank you. Wonderful. So how do you model, how do you teach? Let, let's look at kids. Let's look at those people underneath us, those coming up, those we will inspire, those, the kids that you reach out to, touch, to talk to in high school, Carol. Cassie, the children you raise and the ones you encounter at, at dancing or jujitsu or wherever else you come along, and you're talking about hope. How is hope different than motivation? How do you, how do you teach hope to the people around you? Carol? Wow, that's a really um, great question. I, I don't know that I'd ever thought of that. It's easy to think of motivating people. You know, you can bounce around and talk about all the great things that they, all the possibilities they have, but to look within, you know, that's a whole different thing to, to engage with a group of high school kids. And I'd love to have that challenge. And I think what I would try to do is break up those words, you know, have a word for hope, um, have a word for H, you know, it could be something simple like happy or it could be hard, you know, so we hit that positive and the pain that you go through with hope. And so, oh, what do you guys think for oh? Um, mm, it's omnipresent. Hope is, hope is always out there. You just have to grab hold of it. So oh would be what? Um, that might be a big word because I can't think of a little word for it, but omnipresent for always present, right? Hope is there. You just have to hold on to it. And so let's go with P. We could both say possible, you know, and then E, get excited. You know, so I think for that age group, I would try to um, do some words to match the letters so it really sticks with them. And I think through talking about your own trials that you've been through, but you always had hope that you come out on the other side through real examples and that can connect with them and then have them start telling you their story. And then like Cassie said, in their story talking about it, you can help them recognize you already have hope. You've got it because you're sharing it with us. I like it. Cassie, how about you? I get to model some hope for the children and babies. Um, I think I think modeling modeling hope or trying to instill that in them starts with trust, right? If if I tell my kids and this sounds basic, right, but my kids are young. If I tell my kids, okay, so if, everyone, if everyone's good and does what they need to do, we'll go to the park tomorrow. That instantly excites them 
the possibility excites them, right? But immediately yeah. they have to put their, their trust and their hope in their siblings so that they all have the same common goals. Yeah. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. On the other side of that, if they do what they need to do and I follow through on my part and I say, you guys did a great job, let's go to the park, then it shows them that, that being excited is important, right? Hope is a real thing. I like that. I like that. I mean, I think that's the only thing you can do is you can model it. I mean, you can verb it. Verb it maybe is a better word for hope than, than model it, right? Because hope is a kind of a hope is a hope is a state of your soul. It's a, it, it's what you choose to see. Right? And, and I think for me, again, I go back to I think the only way that you can really verb hope is to show others that they really do have hope. Like you said, Cassie, maybe it's bringing attention to the fact that you reached out. Oh, there's got to be some hope in there somewhere, right? You set your alarm clock. You bring an appointment down the road. You buy a birthday card. You put something in the mail. You're expecting something in the mail, all with anticipation. And isn't that isn't that hope? Well, yes, um, ma'am. So I, I I think it's yeah it's in just shining light on it. The right, like you said, the the bright light, the bright side. Because it's, it's the law of polarity, right? Hope kind of hangers on the law of polarity for me. Because the law of polarity says that for whatever is on side A, whatever that is, in equal measure, it is also on side B. You choose which side you hang out on, which side you believe, which side gets your focus and energy. So it's true just like for up, there's down, for in, there's out, and there, there just is. Right, for equal measure that the last on, if you hit the switch in equal measure, it's going to go off, correct? So that yeah. bright light is the same thing. The situation that you're in, the moment that you're standing in, you have a choice to make. You can go ahead and hang out on the dark side and, and see all the negativity and see all the things that could possibly go wrong, or you can look for the light. And just the quest for the light is proof of hope. The moment you go, I just have to get better from this. That's hope. Right? hope if doesn't you to... think about, now that you, you know, people, the listeners, it's, I'd be curious um, to have them write in to you, Stacy and Cassie, and, and think about how many times in the day they actually use that word hope, even in their thoughts. Like, oh, I hope I get this done before this time. I hope everything goes okay with my friend so-and-so. Um, I think that this is important word that you brought up today because we probably do use it a lot more than we think and we just don't recognize it. So all through the day we're having hope. Mm-hmm. Right. Little bits of, little bits of hope. And I'm, yeah, and I think sometimes it's in recognizing, you know, it's the little things. It's like, for me, it's kind of like prayers, right? And you're asking for this moment of clarity. You're asking for not necessarily a material thing, but you're asking, right? Hey, I have this need. I need you to feel and we sit around and wait for this huge burning bush of wisdom to come and go, that epiphany moment. And we miss the butterfly that shouldn't have been there and the bumper sticker and the phone call and the song. All the different ways along the way that, that 
that, that hope and that, hey, I got your back, has been given to us. And we missed that while we were waiting on this one thing. Kathy, where does that all take you? You know, I think that, like we've been talking about this whole time, if you have even the smallest, I'm talking like mustard seed size hope, you make plans. Even if it's even if it's as simple as what's for lunch, right? You make plans with the anticipation. So I really, I really would just like to to drive that point a little further for our listeners because I think it's very important. I think when people are in a struggle and they're in the middle of all of it and they, you know, people say, just have hope. Yes, it's inspiring. Yes, it's huge, but it is so irritating right then, right? Because people, <laughs> right, they feel so lost and they're just like, you know what? Uh, no. <laughs> so I think that it's important for people to understand that, you know, if you plan to brush your teeth later, you have a little bit of hope. Yeah. Amen. And I hope you all do that. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, hope can, it seems like such a big word, right? You see it on Christmas ornaments and, and on cars and, and like you, it kind of becomes a, a hallmark saying, oh, let's have a little hope. Oh, honey, there's always hope. Right? And it becomes that, I don't know, casserole phrase, right? That same thing we use when we drop off the food. There's always hope. And so, like, just like you said, Cassie, becomes, I don't want to hear that right now. Right? I don't want to hear about hope. I want to see some hope. I want to feel some hope. I want to touch some hope. I need it to be tangible. And, um, and so many people, I think, just give up right there because they can't find it. So I think our quest and our job is, as teachers, as coaches, as mentors, as parents, as friends, as members of our community, is to be that bright light. What does hope look like? When you get up and put on a sweater of hope instead of a hoodie of guilt, what does that look like in the day? You're going to put one or the other on, right? So I think our, our quest, our, that's the best way we can be it is to go, to go be that, to, to, to I, be, be hope instead. I go have on. this word physically tattooed on my body, right, because I've been through a lot of different things, a lot of different journeys, and I myself personally needed needed a tangible reminder, right? And mm-hmm. I have seen more people stare at that tattoo on my ankle in utter confusion because that's all it says is hope. Mm-hmm. And people just stare at it, right? So if nothing else, even if they're confused by it, it's planted, right? I know it does for me. Yeah. Or, you know, Cassie, maybe the people that are staring at it are absorbing, like, 
wow, that's crazy that I would see that word right now while I'm going through what I'm going through. Yeah. Amen. God talk. Yeah. And then there's humility when, you know, when you're, when you're having, or you're feeling hopeless and you, you got to have some humility and get humble. And when, like Kathy was talking about um, other, you know, talking to somebody else when you have something going on, that's using humility. And then the hope comes. Yes. Beautiful. Well, I love it. A lot of times I've found that once you verb it and you speak it and you get it all out, A, it's not as bad as you thought it was. And B, Absolutely. it makes more sense. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes oh, a while yeah. on it. Is it. Isn't there more room out here than there is inside between your head and your heart? <laughs> I mean, that's a little bitty space for some of the biggest battles we face in our life if we keep them right there between our head and our heart. That's a no-win situation. Right. And until, you, yeah, until you put them out here where you can sit with them and sit next to them instead of them absorbing you, you know? That, that's where you find self-grace and that's where you find healing. So that's where hope is, right? But if you set your alarm clock, if you make an appointment down the road, if you plan a vacation... If you're looking forward to dinner tonight, you already have hope. Never doubt your ability to hope. It's there. So, ladies, I'll tell you, I could go on with this conversation indefinitely. But with respect to you, Carol, as our guest and your time and respect to our audience, you're going to have to find a way to close this down. So, ah, I would always love for you to remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you'd like to have a conversation with us, if you want to share your story, or you just need a listening ear, we're interested in what you have to say, please reach out to us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to close by saying, as Kathy once boldly pronounced in our living room one day, hold on, pain ends. Hope is real. Uh, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a very, very bright light. Carol, I'm going to thank you with all my heart for being with us today, for your candor, your transparency, and your, your trust. So thank you for joining us today. Kathy. Thank you, guys. You like leave, you're welcome. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience with trust? I mean, with hope. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think, I think again, I just want to, you know, make the point that while you're breathing, there is hope. Right? So, you know, you don't have to you don't have to see the the entire the entire scenario you just have to believe that you can right make the plan for lunch plan an outfit for tomorrow because that is hope beautiful carol we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show for us Give us a last bit of time. How would you like to say this hope? All right. I'd like to challenge the listener to offer hope to someone else in the next three days and then feel it come back at you. That's it. (laughs) That's a great
reported. Perfect. You guys good? Are you there? All right, guys. We're yeah. We done? Okay. Yeah, we're done. That Hang on. Great. There we go. I'm sorry I couldn't get to the button. You left that little challenge out there and you just laid it out. There was a beautiful place to stop, and I couldn't get the button to stop. I couldn't get the record <laughs> button to work. Oh, I was like, ah, frantically pushing the button. So that was a great place uh, to end it, so we'll, we'll pull that off. Thank you. How much fun that was, was that? That was tough. Wow, you did great. That was, yeah, that was, uh, that, I'm, thanks for letting me do that kind of format. That was, because um, I feel like the other one I got to do a little bit of prep, and this one, I couldn't do prep because I didn't know the words, but I did look up each word to make sure I knew what each word meant. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we think we know the definition of things, but we actually don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, thank you guys for giving me uh, these opportunities for my future. Uh, or my present, absolutely. I guess, my present. Your present, right? And so, yeah. so here's the big question. Okay. Sometimes okay. we look at sometimes we look at the situation we're in and we go, "Why is this happening to me?" Right? I've done all this and I've done this, or I've walked this line, or I've made this whatever. So why is this happening to me? <clears throat> Standard question. Yep. Elephant in the room. So look for the zebra and ask, "Is that happening to you, or is that happening for you?" Yeah. Right. So Which is a good question, but equally as frustrating sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, this isn't recording now, right? No, no ma'am. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Because Stacey sounded still, like, very professional. <laughs> I just, you know, <laughs> no, it's not, not at all. I just I think it's such an important moment because sometimes we get so walled up in what's going on, right? Shit's going on around us. Yeah. And it rains and pours, and you, you don't expect it to happen, right? Like, what the shit? You know, I didn't go to bed with this on my yeah. mind this morning, right? This wasn't my thing. And so yeah. well, why is this happening to us? And sometimes it happens for you, you know? So Yes, exactly. Well, God's taking yes. you where you are right now. He's going to take you to that next spot. If you, if you, if we can yeah. help you in some way, if you ever just need to visit, you know, if you just need to like vent, you know we're here. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm so blessed to have a great, um, uh, great program here. These ladies, like, they're just, they just surround you, you know, so it's just like, okay, awesome. But I just, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, you go through those ups and downs of the situation when you talk about the money, then you get pissed, and then you talk about, hey, can you rub my feet before you go, you know, because <laughs> so, we're friends, and so it's not, we don't want to battle, and we're both in recovery, and so it's, we we both have an understanding of, you know, letting people be where they're at, and so Try not to get the human, let the human take over too much and keep it about what God's trying to do for us right now. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Oh. Many blessings to you. And if you, like I said, if we you can too. help you in any way at all, let me know. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. you have, have a great, great day, day, Carol. Bye. You too. Bye. All right. Jeff. Hmm. 